Welcome to the Eating Your Cake 2 podcast. I'm your host, Claire Sieber, global career and leadership coach, facilitator, speaker, and founder of Eating Your Cake 2, a business focused on helping you take control of your career and leadership success. Right here on this podcast, you'll learn how to amplify your influence, accelerate your career growth, create real presence, and have a true impact by learning the tools and strategies that you need to show up with more courage, more confidence, and more clarity. Are you ready? Let's do it. Hello, wonderful humans, and welcome to the Eating Your Cake 2 podcast. We are in episode 27, and today I would really, really like to talk about how you can ask for feedback that is actually helpful. Now, why does this matter? This is a topic that is very close to my heart because I speak with leaders and employees and individuals all the time who will come to me and say, well, I asked for, I asked for feedback and I just didn't get anything. Either I didn't get anything at all, cue the crickets, or I didn't get anything specific or helpful enough for me to actually kind of do something with. So I really want to talk today around how you can ask for feedback that is actually going to help you. And I'm going to give you four key tips when asking for feedback. And then I'm going to give you four key ways that you can actually ask for feedback skillfully. So that is what today's topic is about. Before we get into that, though, I do want to check in with you all, see where you're at, how are we feeling? It's coming up to that time of the year where it all gets a little bit crazy as we step towards Christmas, as we as we start to close things out for the year, or there's that mad rush for performance conversations and end of year, annual reviews, whatever the process is inside your organization, I tend to see at this time of the year, definitely a spike in people questioning where they're at in their careers, questioning if they're doing a good job or they're adding adding value in the way that they want to or that they feel like they are adding value but they're just not sure of the ways of which they can actually showcase that value in a way that's authentic to them and also in a way that's going to have the impact on their team on their manager on their department inside the organization that they really want it to so if any of that is resonating with you and you feel like you're in a, in a position right now or a situation where you need maybe a little bit of a kick up the butt just to get you back on track and in the driver's seat of your career success, then there are two things that you can do. The first one is to grab the one hour masterclass training that I deliver, which gives you an express kind of version of the five key career career pillars that you need to be tapping into in order to drive sustained career success. So the one hour masterclass, you can grab it from the link in the show notes or from my website. It's one hour, action-packed, 
super practical tips and tools. And you also get a handy workbook for you to work through as well and actually think about how am I going to apply these learnings to the way that I show up in my own career and in my own life. That masterclass is only $27, one hour of training, hardcore workbook, all delivered in your inbox directly after purchase. So that's the first thing that you can do if you really want to put your foot on the gas and actually drive some meaningful change for yourself stat. The second option available to you is to jump on my ever-growing wait list for the Transform Your Career Accelerator. The doors are soon to open again. So if you want in on the six-week online group accelerator where we go into those five key career pillars in far more depth, far more detail, and you get a lot of a lot more hands-on support, hot seats, live calls from me to really help you hone in on the specific challenges that you've got as an individual, then jump on that wait list and you will be the first in the loop to find out when those doors open for the Transform Your Career Accelerator. We saw some incredible results from the last cohort that went through. I've made some changes as well since that last group to make it bigger, better, and more impactful than ever for you to get back in the driver's seat, get clarity on your career, who you are, what you give a shit about, and who you want to be in your career and life. So if you need an extra kick up the butt, then that is the program for you, my friends. Now, back to today's topical episode around asking for feedback. Now, asking for feedback is a critical part to any growth journey. Anyone sitting and listening who thinks I don't need feedback, then that right there, my friend, is probably the fucking problem, is that you don't think you need it. And possibly you might be somebody that needs it more than the average person then. If you hang up from this podcast now, if you bow out, then I'll understand that I've hit a nerve. (laughs) But that's why you're here and that's what it is all about. So friends, asking for feedback is so critical for our growth and the journey and the learning never should stop. The day we think we have nothing to learn, that is really where we've got a problem on our hands. Asking for feedback allows us to broaden our perspective. It allows us to increase our understanding of our current impact, of our current effectiveness, of strengths that we have that maybe we weren't even aware of, as well as of blind spots or areas for opportunity that we might want to start focusing our energy into as well. So seeking regular feedback really allows you to, to, again, step into the driver's seat of your own career, ask for feedback on areas that you want to understand more about and broaden your echo chamber. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about what that means specifically when asking for feedback shortly. But I do want to say this, and I want to make this really, really clear when it comes to asking for feedback. The quality of the way you ask for feedback will determine the quality you receive in return. Let me say that again. The quality of the way you ask for feedback will determine the quality you receive in return. If I had a dollar for every person, as I said earlier, that's come to me and said, I asked for feedback and I didn't get anything. And then I ask, well, tell me how, tell me how you phrased the question. What did you ask? 
And they'll often say something like, oh, I just said, you know, do you have any feedback for me? Okay, firstly, that's a closed question. Secondly, it isn't very specific. You're not making it easy for people to give you feedback on. And therefore, you're probably not going to get anything that's that helpful for you to drive change. And thirdly, how we create an environment for those people to know that it's safe for them to provide feedback. So this is where the power of getting really specific in the way we ask for feedback, this is really how we ensure that we get feedback that's actually useful for us. And the more that we can normalize the process of asking for feedback and giving feedback is just part and parcel of the conversations that we have, the greater ability that we then have in organizations to really drive change at a far more accelerated pace and in a, in a far less ego-driven capacity because we've been able to normalize the idea that it's okay to ask for feedback and it's also safe to give feedback. So this is why feedback is super important for our growth. Now, there's four key tips that I want to give you when asking for feedback. The first one is ask regularly and ask it in real time. So avoid making asking for feedback become a special event that you have to seriously work yourself up to. Because if we only do it once a year, it's natural that we then get anxious about it or it's natural that we then make it a bigger deal than it actually is because we're not doing it regularly and we're certainly not doing it in real time, which probably means then that the feedback we get isn't that helpful, therefore fulfilling the thought pattern that we might have that asking for feedback isn't really something worth doing. Whereas if you can do it more regularly and in real time, when I say real time, I mean ideally after an event that you want feedback on. So say you've done a presentation and you really want feedback on that, ask it, ask it shortly after the event so that it's when it's still fresh in people's minds. So challenge yourself to set benchmarks for yourself to ask for regular feedback from people and or even better with specific events in mind. Like I said, that presentation you've just done, conversation you just had with somebody, ask them for feedback on how you showed up. What did they take away from that conversation, right? So that is tip one. We want to get better at the asking for feedback process. We've got to do it more regularly and we've got to do it in a timely manner. Tip number two, keep it informal. We don't need to make this bigger than it needs to be. Or again, wait until a formal annual review rolls around. You can ask for feedback informally without the need for a dedicated one-on-one -on -one catch up with your manager where you sit down and you both sit opposite each other on the table and you've got your formal pieces of paper out and we're ticking the boxes. You can just ask about it in the moment when you're going for a walk, when you're grabbing a coffee after a meeting. It doesn't need to be made bigger than Ben-Hur. It can be something that you just do as part and parcel of the way you operate. And if we want to get better at asking for feedback and we want to get more comfortable at receiving feedback well, then, then the more informally we can do it, the easier we're going to make that on ourselves. So that's tip number two. Tip number three is around widening your lens, right? So broad and broad, this is sort of the broadening of your echo chamber. 
So when it comes to asking for feedback, it's tempting to think that the only person we can ask for feedback from is our manager. And absolutely, that is important. They work incredibly closely with us. We want feedback from them. A lot of the time, they are the ones in charge of our promotions, our the opportunities that we do or don't get, our performance reviews. So absolutely, that matters. But what is also available to you in order to help you grow and become even more effective is to widen your lens on who you're asking for feedback from. So I do want you to be specific and intentional about who you're asking for feedback from. So make sure that they're people that that actually engage with you, people that see your work, people that are in meetings with you or, or in that presentation that you did and they actually can provide you real tangible feedback. But don't just ask your manager. Widen your lens by asking peers that you work with or customers even or direct reports if you've got them or broader broader stakeholders and other departments that you work with as well. That is really going to broaden your lens And it's really going to give you deeper perspectives and more insights into the things that you're doing really well and maybe what are the things that you've got opportunity to work on as well. So that's tip number three, widen your lens. Tip number four when asking for feedback is to ask it skillfully with open questions, right? So remember the example that I gave before around around a team leader asking for feedback by using the question of, do you have any feedback for me? That is a closed question to start with. So it's just a yes or a no answer, which means it's really easy for my team, especially if they don't feel safe or comfortable or I haven't really been specific in what I'm looking for feedback on to say, oh no, all good, which we see play out day after day. So if you actually want feedback that's helpful, ask for it skillfully with open questions. Open questions being questions that are phrased in such a way that they require a deeper response above just a yes or a no answer. So be purposeful with the way that you ask for feedback through open questioning. This will give you a far greater chance of receiving detailed feedback that's useful and helpful. So open questions are usually things that start with what or how, or when, right? As opposed to just do you, can you, which is usually a yes or a no. So be really be really intentional about using open questions when it comes to, give, to asking for feedback. And I'm going to give you a couple of examples on how you can do that now as well. So now what I want to give you are four kind of key, key examples or key ways that you can ask for feedback skillfully. And they're sort of centered around kind of four key, key areas, I suppose. The first is specific events. Second is worrisome patterns. The third is personal impact. And then the fourth is recommendations. And these are some really practical tips for feedback from a woman by the name of Jennifer Porter, who does some really fabulous work in the space of asking skillfully for feedback. So the first one I want to share you around specific events, right? So when we want to ask for feedback, again, how can we find specific events that we can attach feedback to? So an example, again, let's just say that you 
did a presentation where you've just shared your strategy for the upcoming quarter to hit your sales targets. So off the back of that presentation, you might ask somebody the question of, oh, in the presentation that I just shared with you, what did you hear when I shared my strategy, right? That is an open question, but it's also tied to a specific event. And the question is also specific enough that you're asking, what did you hear when I shared my strategy? So that's going to give you some key insights and some feedback into the key messages that your audience heard from your presentation. That's going to help you. That's going to help you with some really powerful feedback for you to know, did my message land the way that I wanted it to? Did people actually hear the message that I wanted them to hear? So that is one way is tie it to specific events. Tie the question, tie the feedback request to a specific event. Now, the second way that you can ask for feedback is through worrisome patterns. So for example, let's just say you've re received some feedback in the past. I don't know, maybe maybe you've had some feedback in the past that you interrupt people or you, you know, maybe you get really passionate and then you start to talk over the top of people, right? So that's a pattern that maybe you're aware of and maybe it's something that you're trying to work on, right? So one of the ways to know if our hard work is paying off is to go out and get more feedback about that, right? So with this example of the, you know, this is the worrisome pattern is that I is that I think or I've been given feedback in the past that maybe I interrupt people. So go out and ask somebody, right? Maybe again, off the back of a meeting that you've just had or somebody that spends a lot of time with you, go out and actually ask them. I'm, I'm really working on, be honest and say, I'm really working on at the moment how I engage in meetings. And I know I have a tendency when I get excited to, to interrupt people. Could you please tell me how often you observe me interrupting people in meetings? I'd really value your insight, right? You've been specific. You've tied it to a worrisome pattern. But what you've also done is you've been vulnerable and you've created a safe space by acknowledging the fact that that pattern is something that you're aware of and it's something that you're working on. You've made it safe for that person to then be honest with you about if they're still seeing elements of that pattern shine through in the way that you show up, right? So that is a way that you can ask a really skillful question to get feedback that's actually helpful. None of this, do I interrupt people, right? Close question, not very specific. Not necessarily, not necessarily creating a safe space. Whereas if you're owning the pattern and then you're adding on an open question to the back of that, asking them how often do you see me do that, you are far more likely to get feedback that's actually helpful. So that's the second one. The third way that you can ask for feedback skillfully is through the idea of trying to understand more around your personal impact. So let's just say that you want some feedback specifically to understand more about your own personal impact, your own effectiveness, right? You want a deeper level of understanding of is the impact that you're having the impact you actually want to have and are you as effective as, as, as what you want to be? So you might ask a question. Again, we want to tie it to something specific. So let's just say you've just sent an email out to your key stakeholders talking about a new initiative that you are rolling out that you know perhaps that some people are not going to be a fan of. 
So you might then want to go to somebody that's been a recipient of that email and that you've got a good relationship with and ask them, how did it feel to you when I sent that email? What did you, what did you take from that email? Right? So again, you're, you're tying it to an event. It's specific. The question is open and it's going to give you some deeper insights into the impact that you're having. In this example, it's through written communication, your email. But you, again, you might want to use that question for verbal communication or when you're having conversations with people as well. How did it feel to you when I gave that feedback to you last week? How did it feel to you when I stood up and, and spoke about the areas that I think our team need to work on, right? You're you want to understand more about your personal impact. And then lastly, you can tie feedback questions to recommendations. So if you're seeking examples, so if you want feedback from people where they're actually giving you insights or examples of things that you can take or things that you can do, actions that you can actually do to improve, then again, you might want to phrase a question in such a way that it may, maybe it's tied to an event, to a conversation, to a meeting, whatever it might be, but you want to be specific enough so that that person can be clear in the feedback or the recommendation that they're giving you. So an example of this might be, let's, let's use a relationship. Maybe you're trying to improve on a relationship that you've got with a key stakeholder or, or with somebody in your team. So the person that you're going to and asking them for a recommendation or you're asking them for their feedback on how you can improve that relationship, you might phrase it like this. What is one thing that you think that I could do to continue to build my relationship with Sally, right? So you're probably going to have a bit of a pre-conversation acknowledging the fact that that's something that you're working on. And then the way that you skillfully ask that question is by saying, What's one thing you think I could do to continue to build my relationship with Sally? Brilliantly phrased question. Why? It is an open question. It is specifically asking for one thing. So again, you've opened the door to that person and made it safe for them to acknowledge that, yeah, there probably is something you could be doing more of. And you've also acknowledged the fact that you're wanting to improve on that relationship. So therefore, you are far more likely to get feedback on what is something you can actually do as opposed to a question that might be phrased on or do you think that do you think that I could improve on my relationship with Sally? It's a yes or no question. Not opening the door, not specific enough, not creating a safe space. So those are kind of the four key ways that you can ask for feedback specifically. Using specific events, Understanding more about worrisome patterns and getting some intel on are you improving on those. Understanding more around your own personal impact or seeking specific recommendations from people on actions that you could take or things that you could do more of specifically in an area that you're working on. Now, going back to the previous tips that I gave you as well, the only way that you're going to get more comfortable asking for feedback is by doing it as often as possible. So think back to the other four tips that I gave you around asking regularly and in real time, keeping it informal, widening the lens of the people that you're willing to ask for it from, and then asking 
skillfully with really open questions. So I hope that that gives you some great kind of penny dropping moments. And I hope that it gives you some fresh kind of insights. It's planted some seeds in you to start thinking about how you can find more opportunities in your day to day to ask, to not only ask for feedback, but ask for feedback that's actually going to help you grow, help you develop and help you get back into the driver's seat of your career. Because when we know the things that we need to work on we, or the strengths that we have that maybe we didn't even realize, we are far more empowered to have the impact that we really want to have. That is it from me today, my friends. I hope you found that episode insightful. If you've loved what you've heard, please jump on and give me a review. If you've loved what you've heard and you think others could benefit, then please share the episode around and help me get it in the ears of as many people as possible. That's it from me. I hope you have a beautiful morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you are and whatever you're doing. And I look forward to seeing you again soon. Well, that's it for another episode of the Eating Your Cake 2 podcast. It has been amazing to have you here and I am always so grateful for you taking the time to pop me in your ears as you go about your day or night. Remember to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Eating Your Cake 2. And if we aren't connected on LinkedIn yet, reach out and say hi. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, then I would love if you would leave a review so that others can find the podcast and come and hang out with me here too. Until next episode, you've got this. You can do it. You are doing it. And remember to back yourself and what you have to offer. Hey there. Thanks for hanging on and thank you again so much for listening to the podcast. I truly love having you with me, but I want to make sure that you know if you're ready to work together exactly how we can do it. The first way is through my game-changing Transform Your Career six-week accelerator program. This six-week online program is for busy professional women who are ready to regain control of their career and leadership once and for all. Go from feeling like just another employee to an in-demand asset in your company. Stop feeling lost, stuck and unmotivated and instead feel confident, worthy of earning more and armed with the tools to go out and get what you want. The Transform Your Career Accelerator cuts the crap and gets right to the key levers that you need to be pulling to ensure you are seen, heard and noticed at work. Add to this an epic group of like-minded women all coming together to share insights, learnings, and to build a new network along the way. If this sounds like something you need, then join the waitlist now. The link is in the show notes. The second way you can work with me is through my private one-on-one coaching program, where I only take a very limited number of clients each year by application. My six-month private programs are for you if you know you need tailored coaching and guidance now. You want a container of space and time just for you to work through your exclusive and unique goals. You don't want to wait for the waitlist in my other programs because you know you want access to my brain and my experience 
all to yourself. If this sounds like you, then book a free call in my diary today and let's chat. Lastly, if you want me in your organization to come and share my tried and tested knowledge with your team on how we can all collectively elevate our own leadership and career success, then jump on my website and download the services info pack or grab it from the link in the show notes. Thanks again for listening.